Aleluia. If you're sick in your body, why don't you just declare right now, I'm healed. Go ahead and say it. You're not going to be saying nothing God hadn't said. His word said, I'm healed. So if he said it, I can say it. Amen. The little woman, before she ever got to him, said, when I touch him, when I touch him, I'm going to be made whole. And when she touched him, what happened? Amen. I want to live where God wants me to live and not where I'm living. Because the enemy wants me to live beneath my privilege. And God wants me to live in privilege as his child. So when are we going to do that? When are we going to start doing that? You say, well, pastor, I I really, someday, someday. Dustin put a sign up the other day. Instead of of someday, why not this Sunday? I'm going to go to church someday this people passing by. I'm going to go someday. Why not today? And so I say all these things that we have been thinking in our mind instead of someday it's going to happen. Instead of someday I'm going to do it. Why not today? Why not today? While you're standing, the scripture, 2 Corinthians 6 and 2. Lexi's getting that up for us. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted. In the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. I like the way it says in the New Living Translation. For God says, at just the right time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Would you clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise? And you can be seated. Thank you, singers, musicians. Thank you, worshipers. Thank you for those of you that have spoken into this congregation tonight. I receive your words. I thank you for following the leading of the Spirit and helping us advance spiritually where we need to be in the Lord. We all want to change from where we are to where we know we can be. It's something we do in January. It it seems like a, a good time, but I wonder sometimes 
if January is not really the day we plan on doing it, it's the year we plan on doing it. You know, sometime, someday, this year, I'm going to change. Yeah, I'm going to pray more. I'm going to fast more. I'm going to read my Bible more. I'm going to attend church more regularly. I'm going to reach out to the world more. I'm going to be a witness. We mean someday. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to start doing that. We know it's where we can live. We know it's the dimension of God's presence working in our life. We know it's the level of living for God that we really can achieve someday. But I stay instead of someday. Why not today? Why not now? Why not get with the program today? God said, in the fullness of time, he sent forth his son into the world made of a woman. God said, there is a time. It's time for me to do it now. And Jesus came into the world. It had been the promise for thousands of years, but it happened. He was born in a manger He was born as a baby. He came and lived in a world. And for 33 and a half years, he walked among men. He discipled 12 men. He put his message within them. He put his plan within their hearts. He allowed himself to be crucified for the sins of man. He resurrected himself from the grave on the third day and at his ascension. He gave a commandment to those that were listening. He said, go and tarry ye in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. He knew that all of the things he had put within them, all the commandments that he had given them. Brother Harper talked about it this morning, being tagged to accomplish the purpose of God. He said, all of these things are not going to happen because you just wake up one morning and say, I think I'll do it. Because he realized we were a complex being that was going to wrestle through flesh. And we were going to succumb to all the things of the world without power to do what we make up our mind to do. Some 500 people heard him. That's what the scripture said. Some 500 people heard him ascending, giving the message, telling them to go and tarry. But some of them said, you know, someday I'm going to get that power. But 120 of them said, I'm going to get it now. 120 went to the upper room and they tarried until the day of Pentecost was fully come. And they were all there. Who was the all? It was the all that said, we're going to get it today. It didn't happen that first day. But they said, we're going to get it today. And it didn't happen that second day. It's, it's assumed, it's believed that they tarried 10 days waiting, believing the time is now. It was not a someday, but it was a fixed time in their life. Jesus knew that we could not in ourselves 
Make the changes that we need. We sit here today, people that have a desire in our spirit, a desire within our heart to accomplish greatness for God. We really believe we can do it. And I believe you can do it. I believe we can do it. I believe we don't have to live in the same old, same old. I believe there is a revival. I believe there is an outpouring of the Spirit. I believe there is that influx of souls into the kingdom for this community, for this church. And I believe that we sitting on the pew are the key to them coming in the door. And we believe that we can get them there. But it takes more than what we are able to produce. So the Lord has come into the world in the power of His Spirit with a plan of salvation. And He gave us the privilege of forgiveness. He gave us the opportunity to repent of our sins. To be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And to be filled with His Holy Spirit. God is in the business. People changing business. We want to change, but God wants us to change. Yes, he came to change us. He loves us. He loved us just the way we were, but he loved us too much to leave us that way. And so he gave an element of change to the world. Those that propose at the beginning of the year that they are going to achieve great financial goals. Statistics say that only 8% of the people that say they're going to make those changes actually do change. 20% of those that set health goals in their life, that they're going to live healthier, eat healthier, exercise more, only 20% of those actually make any change that is consistent with that decision. God knows we're unable in our human flesh to make these changes, so he came to help us. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I'm so glad Jesus came. And look at him again and said, he's going to make you better. Praise God. Amen. He's going to make me better. He's going to make you better. If we will allow what God came in the world to do to work in our lives. He came to change us. When does it begin? It starts now. It's when we decide I'm ready. I've had enough. It's time. How do we do this? Do we, do we, just, we just run in like... Like uh, urgent care, everywhere around us it seemed like there's an urgent care. If there's not one within a couple of blocks of us, there'll be a one pretty soon. It's just like you, you just urgent care everywhere. It's all kind of names for immediate care for our physical needs. We can just run in there. But what I'm talking about is not a, an urgent care situation. This is something that it needs to have consistency to it. It's, it's something that we need to come into that is a walk with God situation. A walk with God. 
Enoch walked with God and was not because he just ran in one day and they had a little walk and it was over. No, the scripture says he walked with God for some 300 years. He walked with God and was not for God took him. Consistency, consistency, thou art a jewel. Oh, consistency. We we are in desperate need of God's power to move in our lives. Joshua called the children of Israel together, and he said, you know what, we have have been in a state of flux here. We're not really sure we want to serve God, or we're not sure if we want to serve the gods that uh, our fathers worshipped in Egypt. We're we're coming into this land here where they're worshipping all kind of false gods. He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's not someday. Joshua said, today. This, this is the, this, we have drawn the line today. This is the day we're going to do it. Not someday, but today. Consistently walking with the Lord. I talked to one fellow. He said, I, I'm not going to come to God uh, because I, I have a need. I, I want to come to God when I don't have a need. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, you need him more than you ever needed him. <laughs> If you're in that state of mind today, you are really in need (laughs) because you are self-righteous and uh, there's nothing quite as bad as that in God's eyes. You really need Him. But you know what? It... uh, Your world might not be literally falling apart. You might have money in the bank. You might be in good health. You might have all your family ducks in a row. But I want you to know you can still come to God. He's waiting for you. He needs you. He wants you in the kingdom. You see, we don't just run in here and say, well, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll just give it all to God. You, you, need, you need that consistency in your life. I, I've told the story time and again. I guess it impressed me so much as a young man that I've never forgotten the illustration. It's the story of Jim that every day prayed at 630 in the morning. He made his way to a place of prayer. Every morning, 6.30, he was there. His way of beginning his prayer was, Lord, this is Jim, and I've come to talk to you today. But then one day, Jim had an accident. It put him in a coma. He was in the hospital. The nursing staff noticed something happened to Jim every day at 6.30. He moved. He Something, he just moved in the bed. And one day Jim woke up and those that have observed him wanted to know what happened at 6.30 every morning. And Jim said, well, it's always been my custom to go into prayer at 6.30 every morning. And every morning I walked in and I told the Lord, this is Jim and I've come to talk to you today. When I couldn't get to him, Every morning at 6.30, he came to me and he said, Jesus, this is Jim. That's the value of consistency. 
That's the value of walking with God every day and having a life of consistency. When are you going to get there? When are you going to begin to do that in your life? Someday this year I'm going to do it, Brother Terry. Hey, it's, it's April. Look at your calendar. It's April. We're running out of time. You heard the preacher this morning. It wasn't just a... Uh, uh, hype. It wasn't just words. He was trying to warn us that time is running out. Not someday. Not someday, but today. I'm going to walk with God on Sunday. That's a good day. But how about Monday? How about Tuesday? How about Wednesday night? How about Wednesday morning? Hey, it's every day. It's every day. It's not just a holiday experience. It's not just an occasional bump into God situation, but it's every day. You know, God has wonderful plans in mind for you and I. The Scripture said in 3 John 1 and 2, He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. God wants us to elevate. God wants us to move up. God wants us to be blessed. But he said, I, I want all of that to happen in relation to what happens in your spiritual life. And that's the way I want it. That's the way I want it. Because, you know, if, if I got blessed without my soul being in sync with what God wants to do in my life, I could be lost in the midst of my blessing. And I don't want to be lost at the same time that I'm being blessed. Jesus said in the book of Revelations in 3 and 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man will hear my voice and open the door. I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. The Lord is simply saying, open the door. Open the door. Open the door. I'm standing at the door. If you will open the door of your heart, if you will open the door of faith, if you will open the door of your mind, I will come in you with to you. God says, I have everything I need and everything you need for us to have wonderful fellowship. Amen. We have our male chivalristic ways. We're the tough guy. I can do it myself. I don't need anybody's help. Well, let me just remind you. He came because he knew better. He came. He's here because he knows you need him. It's not someday but it's today. I think about David. His father said, I want you to go check on your brothers. So he packed the things that he needed to send to them. So David shows up and 
immediately hears Goliath screaming from the valley, defying the armies of the living God. And it stirred David. I mean, it just, it grated on him. You, you just don't talk about my God. You don't talk about God's people like that. Somebody needs to do something about this. And his brothers see him coming and they hear him talking before he gets there and he's asking questions about the giant and then he's asking questions about what will be the reward to the man that does something about the situation. His brothers rebuke him and he says, is there not a cause? I mean, I'm here today. Is there a reason that I'm here today? I'm here today. Not someday, I'm here today. Is there a reason I'm here today? Is there not a cause? I'll fight him. Not someday. They had been there 40 days. For 40 days, the giant had berated the children of Israel. And for 40 days, he had blasphemed God. No doubt there were many men that said, I'll fight him tomorrow. I'll crawl out of this hole tomorrow. And I'll, I'll get out there and do it someday. But David arrives and says, today. Today. Take me to Saul. Take me to the king. Tell him he's finally got his man. I'll fight the giant. And you know the rest of the story. With his sling, with his stones, and the name of the Lord, he goes and he destroys the enemy of the army of God. What if he had said, I'll come back tomorrow? What if he said, uh, I'm going to go home and talk to daddy about this and I'll come back tomorrow. Would he have had the courage? Would he have accomplished the task? But he didn't wait one more day. He went and he took the giant on and he defeated him that day. And there was great victory for the children of Israel. God said, that's the kind of man that I need to be the king of this nation. What are you waiting for? Is there not a cause? We were matched to this hour. We, we know how wicked our world is, but God chose you and I for this day. Young people, God chose y'all for this day. You weren't born in another generation. You were born in this generation. This is our day, and this is our opportunity. God didn't match us with another time. We weren't born before. We weren't born later. We're here. What are we going to do today with what God has placed in our hand? Instead of someday, why not today? Let's stand together. Why don't you make up in your mind right now, today, I'm going to do the things that I need to do by the help of God.
by the help of God. I never forget the the sinner man. He was not righteous by any stretch of the imagination. But he always said, we're going to do this if the Lord wills. I can promise you, you can say, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast. I'm going to witness if the Lord wills, and it's his will. I can promise you it's his will. And you know what? You will get help from the power that he said to that group of people as he was ascending. You go and wait for the power. Why do I need the Holy Ghost? It's like the woman said, I need the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart. I mean, I can't go nowhere without him. I've got to have him. And to accomplish change in my heart and my life, positive change for his good, for his kingdom, I must have Jesus' power in my life. Let's pray together right now. Father, I thank you today for the privilege. I thank you, Lord, for the promise. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the call. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for the challenge today. Today, today, Lord Jesus, to accomplish the purpose of your kingdom. We live and we find ourselves living, God, in a calendar year. And we always make plans at the beginning of the year. But here we are, a quarter is gone, God. And we haven't moved. We're not any different than we were at the beginning of this year. But today, Lord... Today, Lord, we need the help of God. We need you, Lord, to come among us with your power and your might to affect the change in our community, the change in our world, because you have made us agents of change. We are changed to change our world. Go with us now in the power of your name. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take the word and let it live in your life.